Hello, and welcome to No More Mr. Nice Guy. My name is Katherine Brooks, and I am a life coach for men. No More Mr. Nice Guy is a podcast to help you truly and fully thrive. And how are we doing that? We're doing that by overcoming nice guy syndrome. Nice guy syndrome is the worldview that if I'm nice and agreeable, then I deserve love, belonging, and to get my needs met without having to ask. Nice guys live in a transactional world. My agreeability is my currency for validation. That's how it sounds. So nice guys are constantly playing little games and using tricks with their niceness to try to get validation and affirmation from the rest of the world. Overall, from all the nice guys I have worked with in coaching, this is an exhausting way to be. It comes with a baseline level of anxiousness that they are often eager to let go of. And that is why this podcast is here. No More Mr. Nice Guy is here to help you overcome some of these deeply ingrained habits that are keeping you stuck in low-grade misery, feeling disconnected from yourself, feeling disconnected from your true power. And what we're stepping into is a more authentic expression of you. And by the way, when we are moving through the world in a way that's true for us, it's a smoother experience of our whole life. It doesn't require the constant self-questioning or the trying to figure out the exact right thing to say in order to elicit the response from somebody that you want. Nice guy syndrome is not your fate. You get to make a new choice in any moment. And one way that I am really excited to offer you, if you want to take this work deeper, is a new eight-week group program that I am launching called Awaken to Greatness. Awaken to Greatness kicks off on February 12th. It is a small group of growth-minded, big-hearted men who are coming together to make one radical shift. And it is the shift of going from living life, avoiding what you don't want, to living life in order to create what you do want. One primary side effect of nice guy syndrome is nice guys are often simply moving through the world, trying to avoid discomfort. They're avoiding taking risks. They're avoiding the unfamiliar. They're avoiding potentially making anybody else upset. And that way of life is not going forward and creating what you want. And so we together over an amazing eight weeks are going to make that shift. And what is on the other side? So much more self-confidence, so much less anxiousness, an actual clear vision for your future. The very first session, we are going to roadmap out your vision and get clear on what the specific steps are that you need to start taking now to bring that to life. I'm so excited to be leading this. If Awaken to Greatness sounds like it might be a fit for you. The link to learn more is in the show notes. By the way, there is early bird pricing. It is $500 off until the end of the day tomorrow, Friday, February 2nd. So 
If you are ready to go and you are a hell yeah, sign up before this Saturday to get that early bird price. I would love to have you join. It is going to be intense and powerful and you're going to come out as a totally different person. And I'm so excited to work with you. Okay, that brings us to what we are talking about today, which is playing small. What is playing small? Let's get on the same page about this. So playing small means making decisions and taking action from fear, insecurity, and low self-worth. Someone who's playing small is avoiding risk, avoiding discomfort, avoiding the familiar, avoiding making others upset. Avoidance is the primary directive for someone who's playing small. And like I've just mentioned, a side effect of nice guy syndrome is playing small in your life. If you relate to being a nice guy at all, then you're playing small in some way in your life right now. It is also possible to play small in certain areas of life and not in others. So you could be kicking ass professionally, putting yourself out there, taking risks, yet you're in a romantic relationship that you know isn't right for you, that's not bringing out your best, where you feel disempowered. And the cognitive dissonance of seeing yourself excelling in one part of life and playing small in another can actually be really taxing and leave you with the sense of not really knowing who you are. Let's make it known that we are not here to shame anyone. There is nothing inherently wrong with playing small. If you are recognizing yourself in some of this description and you actively don't want to change it, that is your prerogative. You get to choose your way in this lifetime. However, I imagine you are listening to this podcast because you're considering what life might be like on the other side of nice guy syndrome, on the other side of some of the habits that are keeping you in these anxiety loops, self-questioning, needing reassurance from others constantly, and showing up at a fraction of what you know you are capable of. Does any of that resonate? If you are playing small and you have a desire to move from that disempowered place to taking a more powerful stance in an area of your life, here's the singular shift to make. And this is the main shift that I actually help all my clients make and what we're going to do together in Awaken to Greatness, the group coaching program that I'm launching. We are moving from living to avoid what you don't want to living to create what you do want. Where in your life are you living to avoid what you don't want? That looks like trying to avoid risking belonging by conforming to a group you're in. That looks like staying in a relationship to avoid the feelings that come with ending it. That looks like people pleasing and lying to avoid the discomfort of someone getting upset with you. I was coaching a client this week who is in a business deal that has gone south. And he wanted to cut his losses and walk away because he knew that that was the solution to give him back his peace of mind. The business deal as a whole had taken up so much of his brain space. He was noticing that he was not present in his life. He wasn't present with his kid. He wasn't able to be present with his friends. And it was like his world was turning inward 
because he was staying in this business deal that he knew was not going anywhere. The reason why he wasn't cutting his losses and walking away is because he thought that if he did that, he would feel taken advantage of. And so by staying in the business deal, he got to avoid feeling taken advantage of. He already was feeling that way, but he thought it would be a much more acute experience when he walked away. And so during the coaching session, we talked about, does he want to live and make decisions based on avoiding what he doesn't want, in this case, feeling taken advantage of, or does he want to live and make decisions based on what he does want, which was his peace of mind? Eventually, he came to the realization that it was time for him to walk away. Living to create what you do want might feel unfamiliar and maybe even uncomfortable at first if you're used to letting other people's expectations of you dictate your life. But here's some examples of what it actually looks like in practice. Living for what you do want looks like setting clear boundaries with others so the relationship dynamics work for both people. It looks like taking consistent, determined action toward the future you want. It looks like speaking truthfully. It looks like standing in your integrity and honoring your values so that you're showing up to others from a clean place that's not needy. So let's just pause, take a moment right now to take a deep breath in. Breathe it out and sit up a little straighter and ask yourself, which of these camps am I in? Am I avoiding what I don't want or am I going for what I do want? Making the decision to live for what you want will change your life, especially in categories of life where that hasn't been the case for you historically. It requires courage, especially if you're used to letting other people's expectations rule the ship for you. What is one area of your life where you're playing small that's coming to mind right now? What is one move you could make this week that would shift you from avoiding what you don't want to going for what you do want? Just one move. What would you need to let go of to play bigger, more powerfully, and more true to you? How could one moment of playing bigger benefit others too? Growth doesn't happen in a vacuum. When we have the courage to step into our power, it benefits the whole world. It inspires people. It shows others a possibility that they may not have seen for themselves. I'm such a firm believer that rising tides lift all boats. Your empowerment isn't only about you. You making the decision to live for what you do want shows others that they can do that too. So making this decision and choosing this week to make one move in the direction of what you do want is also about the positive impact that you're here to make on the world. Your bold moves are a generous contribution. So if it's helpful to think this isn't just about me, use that as motivation. You've got this. 
I am so rooting for you to play big. We are here for a blip of time in the grand scheme of things. We might as well just go for it. Playing all out is a huge honor to yourself and you deserve that honor. I'm rooting for you so hard. If you are interested in taking a big leap in the direction of what you want, you may be a great fit for my one-to-one coaching program. I have a few spots open and I would love to talk to you about taking this work deeper. My one-to-one coaching program is completely customized to you and your goals. We meet every week and it is a deep dive into overcoming nice guy syndrome so that you can live the life that feels fucking awesome for you. That's the work we do together. If you're interested, you can book a free one hour discovery call with me. The link is in the show notes and that is the first step to explore private one-to-one coaching. Thank you so much for being here. So great to have you at the party. I will see you next week.